What's up, everybody? Listen, Backyard Brawl is back. Probably one of the best games that you're going to have here in opening weekend for college football week one. More importantly, we've got a slate of really good ACC teams that are ready to take action. So we're going to talk about good, better, best in terms of how you should view all of your ACC teams going into week one of college football. You are Locked On ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to today's edition of Locked on ACC. I'm your host, Candace Cooper. Thank you so much for joining me today. Each and every day, we give you an opportunity to listen to all of the conference news here around the ACC, covering all of the programs, even our cousin, Notre Dame. Thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. We sure do appreciate it. You can download, subscribe to the podcast from anywhere you listen to podcasts. We are your team every day, and we are free and available wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel channel. Highly appreciate it. We're trying to get to a thousand right right now. We're around the 650 mark. So the more you give us love there and you share the content, the better we will be. And it's always just a joy to be able to talk to you in those comments. And we do Wednesday reads, which are coming up here next week. So we'll talk or this week, we'll talk a little bit about what you guys are saying in the comments. Make sure that you have an appropriate name so we can announce that so you can hear yourself and what that you were saying. And we'll get feedback right here on the show. So All of those housekeeping details, now that that is out of the way, we're into college football week one talk. And the backyard brawl is obviously one of the biggest things happening around the country. If you're looking for a great start to your Labor Day weekend, I strongly encourage you to have your eyes peeled for Thursday night action against for where you will see Pitt against West Virginia in what will be a major underdog story for West Virginia, but nonetheless probably a very confident approach for Pitt as they make their reign in hopes to be the defend or the newly reigned defending ACC champions. You know how it goes. It has been 11 years since West Virginia and Pitt have clashed in the coveted backyard brawl, a rivalry that has been far known by many and it's very much a thing over there in the, I would call it Northeast, maybe a little bit. I don't know. You know, they get very particular in certain parts of the state, in certain parts of the country. So Pittsburgh, West Virginia, all those, is it Midwest? I, you know, you tell me in the comments what it's really supposed to be. Either way it goes. Having a a decade's worth of hatred built up, not being able to put that on the gridiron, now you have your opportunity ahead of you against a really good pit team, an up-and-coming, we'll do what we can, (laughs) West Virginia team, and there's no better rivalry to open up college football than a Thursday night backyard brawl. A nice little matchup here. And what's even better about that is, of course, you have, we call it mob ties around here, but... For some, it is just being someone who used to be your friendly neighbor, and that's what we'll see out of Keaton Slovis and JT Daniels, both be starting quarterbacks for Pitt and West Virginia, respectfully, but they were teammates once upon a time at USC under the current West Virginia offensive coordinator, Graham Harrell. 
So you have two quarterbacks where it didn't work out quite like they thought at their old programs, and now they have an opportunity to lead a new one. And there's been a lot of confidence around Keaton Slovis and what he can do for this Pitt team. He is having to fill in some incredible shoes. Uh, like we, mm, there it is. Let's try to get out. He's had to fill some incredible shoes from Kenny Pickett, but I still think that he has a great opportunity in front of him to make his own name. We saw that a little bit in week zero with Drake May as he was able to pretty much put himself on a new stage, even though despite the comparisons from Sam Howell. So Slovis got the reins. He's ready to lead the charge, get to ACC in good standing as we are currently 2-0 when it comes to college football. And while it was FS, FCS teams, we'll take we'll take it. I'll take my wins where I can get them. Pitt, of course, on a defensive standpoint, will give JT Daniels some trouble. It'll be a long day as that defensive front is probably one of the best in the country. I'm thinking that you look at their secondary as well with Sarasia Dennis and all the guys. It's going to be a long day for West Virginia, nonetheless. But I think JT Daniels, he's used to SEC competition. He's used to high standards. Hopefully he'll be able to be up to snuff, but not too much where the Panthers can still be able to get the win. Pat Narduzzi is starting out an opportunity to make sure that people understand that Pitt is very much here, very much trying to be the best team in the Coastal. And as we know, the Coastal is very much a wide range of sorts. And there are plenty of opportunities for him and his team to stake their claim as to why they are the best in the business. So that, to me, is the best game here going into week one of the college football season. Now, there are not only the best games that we have here, but there are some good and better games. I know I started a little backwards, but I like to get y'all right in the meat of it. I know you're going to be eager to hear those comments, especially my Pitt fans who are big YouTube followers. Want to make sure y'all are nice and juicy in case you don't get quite to the end of the episode. But some other good games, if we're going to start there, good games here that I want you guys to make sure you tune in into Wake Forest, number 22 team in the country is taking on VMI without Sam Hartman to start. But nonetheless, it's a great opening matchup to get your feet wet at 6.30 on Thursday night as well. So a good game where you clearly expect Wake Forest to win and you're hoping to see that defense progress, right? We're hoping to see some of that senior leadership where they don't have a lot of seniors on that defensive side. They have some strong junior candidates, but they're a pretty young team. They also are in a place where it's not necessarily guys who are having to sit behind a year in red shirt. They do have guys that are on our sophomores that are ready to go and they're going to have to take that next step. And that's certainly something you'll see from that new defensive coordinator and how their schemes will play out. I think for Wake Forest, you just want to see a complete game. Nobody's worried about what A.T. Perry is going to do. Nobody seems to be you know, frantic about what Donovan Green is going to do coming off of injury. I think it's going to be very critical for Wake Forest to show, like, listen, our special teams is great. Our offense is great. Our defense is trying to make a statement. We're Listen, are you listening, Carolina? I just that just came in my head. Like defense, they want to be better. <laughs> they don't want to be embarrassed. All the things. Yes, absolutely. I'm hoping that we'll see that from the Demon Deacons as they head into this Thursday night matchup at 6:30 on the ACC Network. We're going to talk more about some good games. I don't want you to make sure you check out. But first, Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to check on all of your betting needs. Find all of your favorite sports and events on the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including MLB, college basketball, college football, NFL, NBA, NHL, and more. Head to the website today, betonline.net, or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening. BetOnline is where the game starts. 
And if you have not yet, give yourself an opportunity to listen to all of the conference shows. So we have a full slate as we're heading into Labor Day weekend of nothing but college football. That actually counts. You know, we had the week zero. It was a little tease. But we certainly love that week one energy. Some other good games here that we want to focus on, I think, that Temple and Duke, that'll be at 6.30 on that Friday night, will certainly be a great opening day game for Coach Elko. We want to see that there's been improvement because your energy and your culture has shifted the mentality of some of those guys. And some of that, you know, want to, that was missing when Coach Cutcliffe was in his last couple of years. We're hoping that we see now that Riley Leonard has been named QB1 and Jordan Moore can maybe be a gadget player for the Blue Devils, similar to how Taysom Hill kind of be. Like, you can absolutely throw the ball if need be, but you certainly can be used in other capacities for the team, and he will still be an incredible playmaker when it comes to helping that offense. I think he'll be essential. I think from a defensive standpoint, Shaka Hayward, Dwayne, Car- Dwayne Carter are going to be great assets to Duke, and I think this is a great first game for um, the Blue Devils. I think Temple is a good starter where you say, okay, it is actual competition. It's not necessarily like a Charlotte team where you could have a head scratcher where you assume you're going to win and things go left. It definitely is going to be competitive, which is what the Blue Devils need. If you can show me you can win this game, I'm very confident you can win the next three, right? I believe it's like Kansas, Northwestern, some other teams that are in North Carolina A&T that are very much gimmies. So like I've been saying, I very much think that Duke can start out the season 4-0. Other good games that I want you to make sure you tap into, Rutgers and Boston College on ACC Network on Saturday at 11. You can also see Richmond take on Virginia at 11.30. Bethune-Cookman take on Miami at 2.30 on the ACC Network. Teams that are starting out with fairly decent competition. Rutgers, of course, has you know some horses in the stable, but I'm pretty sure that Coach Halfley can handle that. Not too, you know... My my optimism for what the Eagles can be this season is very high. I think Phil, as long as he stays healthy and Zay do, does their thing, the, the loss of Luchetti, the tight end, will certainly be a big one for them. But I b- truly believe they'll be able to be in that Atlantic Division conversation. Will it be tough? Of course. But nonetheless, I believe in Halfley in terms of trying to change himself, saying at first I was all about defense and now I'm sort of understanding that I have to be better as a coach in all capacities, being that I am the head honcho. So there's that. As I mentioned, Richmond takes on Virginia. The debut for Coach uh, Tony Elliott will have the opportunity to really see what we can get from Brendan Armstrong, who I'm assuming through this game won't have to play the entire one. But nonetheless, we get to see some really good things out of Tavion Thompson and Wicks and all the guys. And can we see some strongly improved defense? Another thing that has been an issue for some of our coastal programs. Can we see Nick uh, Jordan, I believe, yes, the name's reading me right, can come up and step up in big ways and make sure that that defense is trying to compete or stay at the same level of level up with that offense. And finally, Miami, Bethune-Cookman, Mario Cristobal debut. We all know that Miami is not going to have any extra sort of celebratory things. However, it's always good to win. I don't think this will be a challenging game, but it'll be a good game to watch and sort of see how some simple schemes from the Hurricanes will come to be. So those are your good games, right? But there's always better. (laughs) There's always games to where, okay, I absolutely want to just pop my head in, see how it's going, see how they're running up the score, see if my bets from better line are checking out great and covering spreads and all the things. But there are a couple better games 
that you might want to make sure that you tune into. To me, Virginia Tech and Old Dominion. Why? Because at Virginia Tech, a lot of people are saying what they have no idea how this is going to go in Brent Pry's new era, right? They really don't know what he's going to bring, despite the fact being part of some of the rich history that is the Virginia Tech Hokies football program. It's still different when you are finally the head coach and you are doing the damn thing. So Virginia Tech will take on Old Dominion on Friday night at 7 p.m. And Old Dominion, not for nothing, is a very good team. I think there is definitely being sort of like a backyard brawl itself between Norfolk and, you know, there it is, Blacksburg. Not necessarily backyard, but still in the same wheelhouse, same state, same energy. Guys who probably wanted to go to Virginia Tech or guys who ended up, you know, going to Old Dominion, all the things. So it turned, it could turn into a very close matchup because like many are believing, Virginia Tech doesn't quite have the same kind of fear when pe- upon, in p- opponents as they once did. Now, three things I want you to make sure when you're watching this game, talking about the fact that Pry has had a relationship with Coach Ricky Rain in terms of both being on Penn State's defense or being on Penn State's staff. And then you see the fact that Tech is not going to be in Lane Stadium. They're not going to have that same inter-Sandman mentality, but can they still hype it up? We all saw them last season in their Friday night game against Carolina where not for nothing, the Hokies are six and four on Friday night games. So weekday games simply do better for them. They are absolutely great at it. Can they keep up the momentum? A lot of people argue that they are the people, some of the teams that started or implemented that Thursday night action. And now we'll see them front and center. So I definitely think this is a game that you keep your eye on when it comes to better matchups for the ACC. Another better matchup I want you guys to take heed to is NC State and East Carolina happening on Saturday at 11 8, 12 p.m. Excuse me, I'm in Central Time, so 12 p.m. All these times are shifted by an hour. Forgive me, but we're rolling here. So I'm talking like I'm in Central Time, but it really is shifted an hour. So 12 p.m. noon game for East Carolina and NC State. The top, mm, there it is. The t- Mm-hmm. I want to say the Tar Heels so bad. Clearly, I'm ready to talk about UNC and Appalachian State. The Wolfpack are ready to take on the Pirates out of East Carolina. It's going to be a very good game, one that you can't sleep on. Honestly, glad it's not a night game for the sake of NC State because it could have been. It could be a head scratcher where one of those games that gets away from you. I don't necessarily feel that that's the case, but crazier things have happened in week one. Devin Leary leads the charge of that strong veteran leadership, having the opportunity to stay long enough to really make his claim on this Howell and Howell Heisman campaign. Whew, I really have a tough time with this house divided thing, can you tell? ECU Pirates are certainly a great team. However, I don't think they have all the horses in the stable, despite the fact that they have some strong, strong, we'll say uh, specialty players about them. Now we'll see skipping to North Carolina and Appalachian State also at noon on ESPNU. The Heels are trying to bounce back, bounce forward, we should say, because they're not bouncing back because they did fine. They won the game. They're trying to bounce forward for that game against Appalachian State, another backyard friend matchup. Boone, North Carolina at 12 noon is going to be nothing but hype energy. It's going to be a packed out, stadium and it's going to be very important that carolina's defense figures it out and figures it out early if you are a betting person you're hitting that bet online you better bet that over 100 percent know that it's going to be a 
gunslinging, flower so, so slow singing, flower bringing event for both Appalachian State and North Carolina defense. I think it's going to be one of those situations where you say, can anybody, anybody get an open field tackle? Can anybody get a stop? Can anybody allow this? Uh, can anybody make a special teams play, get a turnover, capitalize on said turnover with some points? It'll be critical. Appalachian State is known for some upsets. They've done it against Michigan. They've beaten North Carolina in the past couple of years. So all for not is very, very much so a focus game for the Heels, getting on track and staying on track to be the team that everyone believes them to be, that they definitely have the talent to deliver on. So those are my good and better games here going into week one. But, of course, you got to have the best games. It's always nice talk about the best of the best. I already mentioned the backyard brawl happening with West Virginia and Pittsburgh happening at 7 p.m. Make sure I get those times right for you. On ESPN, you can find the number 17 team in the country ready to roll as they face off against West Virginia. The best game heading into Saturday for me will be Louisville-Syracuse at 8 p.m. And I know you're saying to yourself, Candace, Louisville-Syracuse, seriously? But listen, hear me out. Having conference play in week one, that's the biggest nut up or shut up kind of opportunity your team is going to have. You say you're, you know, you're ready. You say you're putting in the work all summer. Well, hey, I've got a conference opponent here right here for you. They're ready to punch you in the mouth straight out the gate. And if you can deliver like that and you can start out the conference one conference schedule one and oh, you're putting yourself in a great position. All things consider the fact that the Atlantic is going to be down to just a couple games. Just game of inches, definitely the Atlantic Division is best described in that capacity. So I think that Louisville and Syracuse is arguably going to be one of the best games in the season. Even Dino Babers credited Malik Cunningham as being one of the best players on the field when he's out there. And he knows what kind of showdown it's going to be for his defense. But he also knows he has a great offensive weapon in Sean Tucker as he starts his campaign for his Heisman. I think that Garrett Schrader is going to have to show us something. Give the, I know we want to let him run up the score and get as many yards as possible, but I would also love to see you know some of that arm strength improvement out of Garrett and see you know really some of the weapons and making those connections and being really good at time management for Syracuse is going to be critical this season if we want to see Dino pass five games. He's going to have to be a much better time manager throughout this year, period, bar none. 8 p.m., Louisville taking on Syracuse. Louisville is that team that could absolutely be one of the best, not only in the Atlantic, but the entire conference. Can that defense match Louisville's offensive energy, period? We already know Louisville is going to do the thing. We already know Malik is going to put the team on his back. Can they get it together? Remains to be seen, but we'll check it out. In week one's matchup at 8 p.m. on ACC Network. Then you head over to Sunday. Your belly's full. You're ready. For, you've had your church. You're going to have that afternoon church nap. You're like, listen, I'm about to start cooking dinner. Let me turn on to my Florida State LSU matchup at 7.30 on ABC. Best game you'll see on a Sunday night. One of the best games you'll see all weekend. I'm super excited about the opportunity to really see the Seminoles with up against a talented group in LSU, but a team that we really don't know what's going to go down. Coach Kelly's in his uh, new season there, and 
We've had some issues. They've had some issues at quarterback and guys retiring and who's going to start and lead. And now you have an opportunity to say, what is this team's identity after that 2019 amazing campaign? How do they rebound and keep pushing forward? So LSU certainly has identity issues at times. Florida State knows who they are, knows who they've been. But can they get back to who they want to be is going to be so essential for the Seminoles. So we'll check that out there. And then on Monday, again, probably one of the best games here from this ACC slate, will be Clemson and Georgia Tech at 8 p.m. on ESPN. The Tigers are ready for their revenge tour. They're ready to put up the you know quotes from every single person who doubted them. They're ready to tell y'all just where to go, how to get there, and you know how to fly a kite, but all the doubt and negativity that you put out about them. And they're just wanting to say, hey, we have the horses in the stable. We believe in DJ, and it's absolutely going to be one of the best seasons that we've had as we continue to be one of the best teams in the country. So I think that'll be great for them. On the flip side, like I mentioned from the Louisville Syracuse, you got a Georgia Tech team who's ready to at least put teams on notice. Yeah, we might not necessarily come away with the win, but why not? Why can they not actually figure it out? Why can't Jeff Sims and company actually get things together? I think that Georgia Tech and Jeff Collins know writing is on the wall in terms of this season doesn't pan out to how it wants to be. But we know maybe like a Wake Forest effect where at times you had to build up some of these younger guys and give them a chance to get it. And once they get it, they're going to be amazing and they're going to be super talented. Maybe Georgia Tech will give Clemson a scare, which will allow for people and coastal opponents especially to say, we cannot take Georgia Tech for granted. Georgia Tech put up 45 against North Carolina. Not to say that defense was great last year anyway, but we have seen flashes of greatness from the Yellow Jackets. They just need to be in the right space capacity. What better way to do that than on ESPN at night playing the Tigers? It's all set up to be a great upset. And then you got the, oh, we're the number four team conversation. If we have not 14, if we have an ACC team not in the top four for the college football playoff conversation, will I be stressed? Just a little bit. Just a little bit. You know, I already talked about realignment. I always talk about where I want my team to be and how far I want us to go in terms of a conference. So I'm just hoping Clemson pulls it out, you know. But at the end of the day, like I said, somebody's got to win the game. ACC won't be undefeated after this weekend because we're having some internal conflict. But nonetheless, I want to see some great games. And I hope you do, too. I hope you make sure that you hit me up at Candace D. Cooper on Twitter. You let me know how you're feeling about all the matchups throughout the weekend. I'll be checking in and out. And I will make sure that I respond back. Hit me up on the YouTube channel, Locked on ACC. Make sure you subscribe there. And don't forget, please, to leave reviews, comments, all the things on your Apple or your Spotify you know, uh, there it is, podcast situations, because when you let us, when you let us know how good we are, we can only get better. When you let us know how we can improve, we can only become excellent. So we appreciate all of the feedback, good, bad, or indifferent, and we'll make sure we get you squared away. We've got more to come this weekend with Drizzy Drake and AJ Black, but we'll make sure nothing else. We keep you up to date with all of the news. We've got some injury report updates that we'll have later in the week. We'll give you some of those weekly reads, as I told you before. And then we'll have Betting Friday, Freestyle Friday with Jersey Drake. We'll make sure we get you nice and ready to go for some of the best games, okay, of the week one college football situation. I'm ready to play. Are you? Cool. Let me know. Hit me up at Candace D. Cooper on Twitter. For Candace Cooper, I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Until next time.